You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bible in Real Life. I am your host, Lee Fuller, and today, what? You turned into the right place today, and I'll tell you why. So I have this worship pastor that's going to be a guest with me today, and we are going to get into what it's like to worship God in real life. Make sure you tuned in. If you are not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? I mean, seriously. Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Go ahead, do what you need to do because this is an episode you do not want to miss. And for those that have been listening for a while, thank you for the feedback. Like I'm encouraged. People, I, I get the little messages, but here's what I would I want you to do as well as texting me to encourage your brother. I would like for you to place the reviews on spotify on apple podcast so that you can let others know that you are getting blessed by this as well so now that the commercials are out of the way because i want to get into this with my brother here so today we have a very special guest um he is the worship pastor at love first christian center and a mighty man of god you may have heard him um, speaking before through his own podcast, and I'll let him mention that to you in a bit. But I have with you none other than our special guest today, Mr. Vago Lightboard. Hey. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Wait what a minute. What? <laughs> I'm I, I doing know. pretty good. Um, I know. I know. What, what's, what's going on, brother? Everything okay? For those that, that may not be able to see right now, I have on um, <coughs> unicorn earphones. Um, and just a disclaimer, they are not mine. But okay. uh, unfortunately, I left my earphones at the church. So this is my daughter's. Um, so don't judge me too harshly with the earphones. But I can hear. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so if I'm just randomly giggling, right <laughs> then just know that I, I i took a glance at the at the picture and i just may randomly giggle or smile <laughs> hey what hey whatever floats your boat man see the the unicorn is actually pointing up for worship that's so we talk oh. about worship today so i oh. want to make oh. sure we're pointing up i told y'all y'all ain't ready i told you y'all he, he came hot and ready today i came, came ready he came ready um so uh, one of the things I like to do when we have a guest on the show, just to kind of break the ice a little bit, um, question for you. Um, what is your favorite ice cream, my friend? Ooh, my favorite ice cream. Are you ready for this? Okay. My favorite ice cream is Haagen-Dazs pineapple coconut ice cream. And it's not because it has a little bit of rum in it, but it is really good. <laughs> It's okay. Really, it's really, good. really. Yes. See. Yes. I I be asking this so I can find new ice cream. So I have never tried that one. So I will you add that have to, to try it. I'm telling you, if you like pineapples, you like coconut. If you like pina colada, okay. This is the pina colada ice cream that you want in your life. I promise you. Outstanding. Okay. Okay. Another question for you, just to kind of break the ice a little bit. Um, Good, shoot it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I know 
there was um so i'm a big movie guy like i love mm -hmm. movie you get me um like, um i kind of pay attention to what's coming out so let me ask you what is your favorite comedy comedy a movie that's a comedy what's your favorite comedy ooh man that's so much that's so much um golly favorite comedy comedy um, I, I might go a little flashback. Um, uh, one of my favorite movies of all times that I okay. will watch every time it comes on uh, is Coming to America. Bro, okay. The Kindred best spirits. of all time. <laughs> Kindred yeah. spirits. Like, yeah, I the don't first one, care. though. The first one, not the second one. Second <laughs> one, all right. But the first yes. one. Yes, let's clarify. Yes, the, the first original. One. Yes. yes, I will yes. watch it all day, every day, every time it comes on. My wife gets sick and tired of me watching it. I will mm -hmm. watch it and laugh like it's the first time I've ever watched it. <laughs> I love it. it. Outstanding. <laughs> so you got you know great what? taste in movies. That's what I'm talking about. That that's what it is. Uh, obviously, obviously, you have great taste in music, and we should listen to everything you say today because Stop. you have really good answers. Now I don't know about that <laughs> disclaimer. I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen at your at your at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Um, so one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the call today is uh, we really talk about how to experience God in real life, right? Yeah. I, I know that uh, many of the listeners are believers. Some may not be, um, but. I want to present the gospel, present God's word, uh, and show how it's applicable in real life, right? Yeah. So anyone that's been around church or church people for any length of time, they've heard this term worship, right? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring you on to kind of give, give us some clarity, some understanding on this term worship. So I was going to do a Google search. Right. Okay. So I did a Google search. What is worship? And yep. like millions of hits. Like there yep. was so many different definitions. And I said, you know what? Let me get you on to kind of give us uh, for this conversation a working example or working definition for what is worship. So, so that's a good question. And I think that's something that we we throw around a lot, right? I worship God. I worship God. And people mm -hmm. don't understand what is worship, right? Right. Um, and in order to understand what worship is, you got to understand what praise is because you normally hear the terminology praise and worship. True. And we get those two confused because praise is one thing by itself and right. worship is definitely something by itself. So if you understand what praise is, you can understand mm -hmm. what worship is not. If that makes sense. Right. Okay. Right. So if you understand what praise is, then you'll definitely understand what worship is. Okay. So more in depth, wor worship is more, all right. Um, there's acts of worship. So, but let's talk about, I want to take it to, to what praise is. And okay. Several different dimensions of which sometimes we get confused. Um, and I can go through them, Toda and, and different ones that you can kind of look up. Um, Barak, Shabak, there's different ones. So mm -hmm. those are different forms of praise. Um, if you notice the Bible kind of clearly says that even the rocks, if you don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. So everything has the ability to praise God. Okay. But okay. when it comes to worship, worship is more of an intimate relationship. The Bible says those that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. 
So right. that means that has to be a distinct difference, right? So there's many okay. ways to praise, but there's only really one way to worship God. Um, so worship is more of an act of reverence to God once he's in the room. Hmm. Okay. Uh, explain. Go, go okay. a little deeper on that once he's in let's the room. Go, let's talk about that. So, okay. so pr praise is getting God's attention so he can show up. So we want God to show up in the room. So that's why we praise him. That's why if you read the Bible, it says enter his gates with thanksgiving okay. and enter his courts with praise. Right. Now, anybody, anybody back in those days in Old Testament, um, you know, the priest would, would be able to enter into the, the gates of thanksgiving and into the, the courts of praise, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's different levels. But when it comes into the holies of holies where the worship is, okay. if he wasn't right, he would be struck dead. Okay. So mm. you have to, what, what praise does, praise sets the atmosphere to say, God, we're setting the atmosphere for you to show up today. I want you to show up. Now, once he shows up, then we begin to worship him. Right, right. Well, let, let me ask you this. It, it does. It does. Mm. It makes sense that there's that progression from praise, yeah. which everybody can do, which rocks can do and everything, yes. to worship. But help me with this, because... Um, you know, I, I have some friends that are like, okay, I'll, I'll, they'll come to a church service and they'll say, hey, praise the Lord. Praise. So am I supposed to say praise, praise, right? Like, what does that, what does that look like? Or how do I do that? Um, uh, are there certain things I have to say or what's, how do I praise so, the Lord? So that's a good question. So like I talk about there's several different dimensions, right? Of, of praising, right? Okay. Um, there's lifting of hands. That's, that's part of praising. Okay. Um, there is shouting and you'll hear that a lot in churches, right? Uh, somebody right. will shout and they'll shout and that's a praise. You'll hear somebody clap their hands, right? They okay. clap their hands. Clapping yeah. the hand is, is an act of praising. You'll see somebody kneeling. Now mm. here's the, now here's the, now here's the difference now. Okay. Because kneeling is a form of praise, but also it can also be an act of worship. Got it. Got it. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so anybody can praise God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the Bible says, you know, that, that everything that has breath. Right. Praise the Lord. But it, right. notice it never said let everything that has breath worship the Lord. Mm. OK. OK. You see what I'm saying? Because, yeah. Because it's more intimate. Yeah. It's more right. intimate. Right. There right. has to be relationship there. Um, right. That has to God has to be in the midst for that to happen. Um, OK. So when okay. Adam was, you know, when Adam was walking with God. He was worshiping with God because God was present with it in the Garden of Eden. Okay. So, and so, so to answer your question, okay, so what do you do when you praise God? Yeah, you can, yeah. you can, there's different ways you can praise it. I mean, you can shout, right. people do a lot. You can yell, um, yeah. you can run. People, some people run. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't, I don't ever, I don't encourage that. Um, right. if, even if you do run, run with your eyes open. Right. Um, <laughs> if you grow up in church, like, like I've been to, I've been a lot of churches, man. They start running to hit that wall, and then yes. you say, "Well, we'll we'll see if that's God or not." Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um. So there's different ways you can. Okay. Do it. So yeah. it it's, um, it sounds like these are, are, outward yes. expressions, right? Yes. So there is raising hands, and there is you know running or clapping, you know shouting to the Lord. Got yeah. it. Got it. So because because those are things you can like you said those are things that people can see, oh, right? Okay. Like you can okay. see you can see me praise God, 
right? Right. Because it's it's something that I'm doing. It's an action, right? Mm. It's an action that I'm doing. Right. Um, just as, just like for example, if you went to a, a game, okay, and you have daughters like me, right? Yeah. Right. And and if your daughters are playing, let's say they're playing soccer, mm. and they score a goal, you would yell, "Good job, good job!" Right. And what I'm doing is I'm I'm praising her for what mm. she's done. Okay. Right. I'm right. I'm actually doing it. There's an outward expression that shows. Listen, I'm actually giving her praise. Yeah. Or when somebody says, you know, praise this person for what they've done, I can actually speak of something that they've done and give them mm. accolades and yeah. say, "Great job!" You yeah. know, thank you so much for everything you've done. That those are the, I'm praising you. All right. right? So, so it so, seems. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No. So it so it seems like um, this is something natural to us to praise yeah. when you see something that's praiseworthy or good or or um excellent or you know um different better yeah. right yeah. so it it seems like you know what you know what i'm saying bing bing light bulbs are, are, light bulb are popping off right now because <laughs> i'm telling you it's it's popping off because um it seems like as as humans or as people, there is a there is an understanding that when there's something done well, when there's yeah. something excellent, when there's something wonderful or there's an awe, you talk about it, right? You yeah. you praise. It's something that's yeah. kind of built into, you know. I wonder if that ties into, you know, how we're all created in God's image, where there is, we understand that praise is something that we were built to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's an, it's an innate thing that God put within us. Yeah. Because when he designed us, he designed us to give him praise. He designed us yeah. to, to, he wanted yeah. us to worship him, but he designed mm -hmm. us what we automatically can give him praise. Right. That's good. Um, That's even good. watch how crazy this is. Okay. God made us just like him. Right. Mm. Even God praised his own self mm. after he created the earth. He said he created these things. And then at the end of every line, he said what? And it was oh, good. That's good. That's good. It was good. Right. Yeah. He praised himself. Yeah. He's like, yo, that's 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 pretty dope. Yeah. Hey, like I did, that. That, I did that. Praise, that praise. Yeah. That's worthy right. of praise right there. <laughs> right. Right. So you know what I mean? So because we were, we were made in his image and his likeness, right? That's good. So yeah. we we have we all have the ability to do it, and yeah. he wants us to do it. And okay. but he says, if you won't do it, trust right. me, I'm gonna get my praise anyhow. Like mm, I'm gonna get good. it. That's right. Good. Even the rocks, right. the trees, everything will bow before me. They will praise me if okay. you don't want to do it. But he's giving us the ability, the choice to do it. Mm. Like, have you ever asked yourself, if the angels praise God and they worship God, then what do he need us for? Mm. Because, because we hear a lot, we were made to worship God, right? Well, okay. what he needs it for? But mm. it's a difference when somebody is made and or mandated to worship you, or somebody okay. now has the choice to right. worship you. Right. You see what I'm saying? There's right. difference. The angels ain't got no choice. Right. This is what they do. The Bible says they go all around heaven, cry, holy, 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 yep. Lord God Almighty. They, they're doing this all day. But with us, the difference that he made with us. He gave us that ability to say, I want you to do it because you want to, not okay. because you have to. Right, right. And, and, you find and, it's more good, yeah. Go ahead. 
And it's a good guy that gave us not only the the desire to do it, the ability to do the it. Ability. Yeah. 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 Because because you now have you have not only the ability, but you have the choice. Mm. Because the truth is, right. I mean, you think about it, right? Okay. Do you want somebody to praise and worship you because you made them to? Mm. Or do you want somebody to do it because they really appreciate you? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. When my wife comes home, is it, you know, she wants me to give her praises mm -hmm. and wants me to to literally worship at her feet because I love her. Right. 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 Not because I'm obligated to, not That's because good. of the title that I have, right? The title as husband. Because yeah. sometimes we think just because we have a title, right? Mm. No, nah, yeah. you can have a title, but God still wants you to have the ability to worship him by choice. And that's why that's why David was so close with God. Okay. Because even in his wrongdoings, mm. David still went before the presence of God because yeah. he understood who God was. And that's why God called him, man. This dude is like a friend to me. Like, right. For real. Right. He wants to, he really loves me. Yeah, after my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so if that's the definition or if that's the working process or outgoing of praise, then that doesn't have to happen on Sunday. No. So it, you're absolutely right. So so this is not a Sunday thing. This is a this is a daily living, right? Okay. Um, okay. just you know, like you talk about how to worship God in everyday life, right? Right. Right. This should be an ongoing thing. This should be part of who we are. Yeah. If the Bible says that God is looking for true worshipers, mm. so which means that there are true worshipers, that means they're false worshipers. Okay. Right. Okay. But he's mm. looking for true worshipers that will worship and watch this in spirit. Right. And in truth. Right. Now we got to go back to how we were made. Mm. Bible says that we were actually we were made spirit first. And then we were put into a body. So we're spirit man. Okay. So God wants our spirit man to worship him. Right. So, right. so in order, so that's a daily thing. That's not a Sunday thing. That's right. not, here's a great, that's not when a worship song comes on either. Cause we, some, sometimes we just do it when a worship song comes on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. I want to worship God. I feel something. I feel right. something in my spirit. No, right. it's a, it's an everything. It's what we do. Mm -hmm. It's our actions. Okay. Right? Um, it's what we say. Um, it's in our giving. Right. Okay. Because that's right. an act of worship as well. Right. Is is what we do. So is it is it wrong for, um, um, because it's in my spirit. Is it is it is it wrong if there is that feeling piece of it? You know, like you know what I feel like. I should worship like I hear the music, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, my Spotify playlist, I think it's Daily Mix 4. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Daily Mix 4 goes through all the praise and worship stuff. And it it creates this feeling that I have. And it's just like, oh wow, this is um like God's amazing. And you start to feel it. Is it wrong for there to be that feeling? No, it's not wrong. It's definitely okay. Um, but we have to be careful because in a feeling, we got to be very careful because, okay. So I'll ask you another question. Okay. And I had a, I had an amazing discussion about this with somebody. Okay. And I asked them, I said, well, um, is Beyonce anointed? Right. And they, they were like, <laughs> like okay. well, because I get a feeling. So I get a feeling too. When she sing, if she sing a gospel song, I get a feeling. Right. 
right? I remember what wrong? fighting. What was the movie? Fighting not, Temptations. Right? Uh, a while back. Yeah. 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 You get them goosebumps. You like. I, I feel <laughs> something in my spirit. Like yeah, I feel something. Right. 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 So, but we got to be careful. It's not a feeling. Mm. Right. It's okay. not what we feel because what happens when we don't feel like it? Right. Right. Do we not worship God when we don't feel like it? Right. Yeah. It's something that we do and it's who we are. Mm. See what I'm saying? It's part of our yeah. being. He said spirit and in truth. He just said spirit and in feeling. Because I've I've had some I've had some people mention that you know they're in church and the, the worship leader or the, the person sing, leading the songs is like, mm -hmm. hey, worship with me, worship, praise the Lord. And they say, you know what? I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. So, um, you know, I think if I don't feel like it, should I still participate? Or, you know, or is that fake if it's, if you know what, I'm not feeling it, you know, so I'm not going to worship because I don't feel it. Yeah. Or yeah. does it, is um, what I tell people and kind of, I said, you know, feelings are a terrible master, right? Yeah. They are a Very good true. servant, meaning once you make the decision or choose to your point earlier, hey, when I choose to worship God, sometimes my feelings, they come after I've made yeah. the decision, right? Yeah. I mean, I listen, uh, I don't feel like working out seven out of seven times, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah very true. But, and I know after I do, then the feeling and the benefit of choosing to do it, it becomes my experience, right? Yeah. So um, if, if you don't, if they didn't feel like it, but because the Bible tells us to rejoice in the Lord, the Bible tells us that this is what we should do. You know, in my obedience, I think sometimes, uh, then the feeling or the emotion follows the obedience. Yep. So, so, so you brought up a good point. Bible says, that, I think it was Philippians four four. It says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, "Rejoice." Right. Okay. Right. So, so that should always be. So, so let's 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 go with deeper. You okay. Feelings. Right. Feelings is normally a response to something that are that has happened or is happening. Mm. Right. True. So, okay. so, so if I feel internally happy, then my response mm. is I'm going to, I'm going to respond with a smile. I'm going to respond okay. to something, right? Or if okay. I see something that makes me happy, right. then I, it's a response. Okay. Just like if somebody, if somebody kicked me, then I might scream because I okay. felt pain, right? So that right. that's a response mm. to how I'm feeling. Right. Right. And I think the even bigger question is internally, we have to check internally. Where are we with God? Right. So if I don't feel like it, mm. that means that I maybe I'm not connected as I should. And mm. all the music does really is bridge the connection. Right. Uh -oh. So if I sing a song like here I am to worship what it does now, the words and the meaning of it, mm. I start to think of it. And now I'm like, here I am to worship, man. Here I am. Oh, you know what? Wow, God, you're awesome. And now I begin to respond. And then we say, oh, man, that song gave me goosebumps. It's because it's not because of just the song. Mm -hmm. It's now it's internally connecting with you. 
And that's why, you know, one of the questions you, you we, we talked about early before we got on is about is about song selections and different things mm-hmm. and um, how certain songs can make you feel and da, 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 right. and, um, and how how you connect with them. So, so you got to be careful about um, the feeling emotional, because a lot of times in church, especially in uh, urban churches, OK, we get very immer- emotional. And right. if oh. y'all don't know, I say urban. I mean, black church. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, we love to respond emotionally, mm. and, and and it's not necessarily that. As a matter of fact, sometimes God speaks in a still small voice. Okay, right, right, and and, and does that mean that I'm if I'm sitting down there and I'm holding my hand and I'm just bowing my head and I'm just in this moment because I didn't shout, yell, scream, lift my hands? Does that mean I'm not worshiping? Mm. That's okay. good. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we got to be careful not to let our emotions or our feelings kind of run away with us. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah. If, I, I should have wrote it down. Because uh, you you pointed out how feelings are a response. And I think I think that's so good. That's so... And I'm, I'm giggling because, I mean, deep, like, feelings are a response. But I, and then I, I looked over and I saw the unicorn. I was, I was like... <laughs> Just in case, see right there. Right, right. I this was, is a, I was you're like, laughing because you're responding based on what you just saw, <laughs> I, and it made I'm you feeling some kind of way about what I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> um, but no, no, that was uh, that's such a key point. That's such a key point, and I think, um, um, you you brought up a a, a key point about, um. If if I'm not feeling it, or if there's not that response, then I need to check my relationship. Yeah, check right? your radar. Where if it's tuned in, because mm, right. you may not be tuned in, mm. and because you're not tuned in, right? You you now you're not responding right. uh, to to what you're not feeling, right? So if I don't if I'm not in the presence of somebody, mm-hmm. right? Mm. It's hard for me to respond if I'm not there. So for example. If, okay. if the president of the United States, okay. if he walks in the room, there is now a response. Right. Everybody stands mm-hmm. for the president. Right. Because he is now in the room. Mm-hmm. When he's not in the room, people don't respond. Right. The room changes as soon as he steps in the place. That's good. That's good. Saying? And it's right. the same thing with God. The atmosphere changes as soon as God is in the midst. Brother, brother, I have been in places, and I'm sure you have too, where you know when God walks into the room. Yeah. You, like there is, you know, um, right now. Think about it. There, there is that before and after. Right. Yeah. It's like, hey, these were things were good. We we may have been in praise. We may be doing, you know, what we what we're doing. And then that shift happens or God manifests himself in the presence of his people. You know, oh, yeah. uh oh, uh, I'm come trying on. to be good today. I'm trying yeah, to be see, a podcast you, come host. On, pull a preacher out. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to be a podcast host today. Right. Come Don't on, preacher. think about. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, that is that is so good, and I and I believe that 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 transition that manifested because you know I share with people how <clears throat> the Bible teaches that God is everywhere, right? Yeah. Yet 
their places he chooses to manifest his presence where you to use your terminology where he walks into the room where yeah. it's evident that yeah. he has come into the room does that yeah. make sense yeah, yeah so yeah. that's such a good such a good feeling such a good experience and that's the um i think worship is what draws that it, yeah. i mean it's kind of like a person feels welcome yeah when um, when we praise and we worship, God feels welcome because I had one preacher teach it like this. We know in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Um, God is, there is in revelation it's talked about how there's, they're saying, holy, holy. And they're worshiping God and understanding God and, and praising and magnifying him, lifting him up. So when he sees that same thing happening in the service, and not even just in a service, in your bedroom or in your kitchen, right? When yeah. he sees that same atmosphere created, there's like, you know, this is what I'm used to in heaven. And this is what I see going on in this service. So my presence can be here just like it is in heaven because they've created an atmosphere that I'm used to. Yep. So, so, so and you touched a great point because mm. we all are trying see the misconception that we have is that we can't wait to get we can't wait to get to heaven to experience god mm. but jesus said when you prayed this he said thy will be done on earth mm -hmm. as it is in heaven right right so which means that the manifestation of god should be experienced here on earth that's not good. just in heaven that's good yeah. So, so when you, but the team, we have to create, you said it too. We have to create that atmosphere. Mm. And okay. if it's not created, you know, like you said just a second ago, you'll know when God has shown up. Think about it. Every okay. single time in the Bible where the presence of God showed up, change took place somewhere. Right. Okay. When Moses went up and he was in the presence of God, he came back out. He was glowing. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they just knew, like, this this something happened. Like, did you just meet with God? Like, what what just happened just now? Right? Because right, you come, right. you got this glow about you. Mm. Because you cannot be in the presence of God and change not take place. Mm. Which means we have to ask ourselves the question: On Sundays, are we really in the presence of God? Oh, Ooh. right, Ooh. right. Because if no change is taking place, okay, mm, mm -hmm. we gotta ask ourselves the question. Right, right. Right. Because when God shows up, he shows up to make change. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He shows up to make change. So 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 we have to be intentional about it. And and that doesn't have to be a church, right? Like you said, it does it could be in your home, in your kitchen, wherever God is, some type of change is going. You will know. You will know that you've met with God. There's no, without a shadow of a doubt. Yes. You will know. You're like, man, I've experienced an encounter with God. Right. And those are that's the thing that will change your life. That's mm. true worship. Because okay. once you've actually entered into the presence of God, mm -hmm. there's no turning back. Same thing with Paul. Paul knew that he was in the presence of God mm. and went on his Damascus experience. That's okay. what changed him. Okay. Because when he got knocked down and he right. saw that glow and he was like, yo, I heard a voice. He's like, this gotta be God. Right. He didn't even ask if who this was. Okay. Yeah. He just he automatically said. I I see, he I did. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you uh -huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're in the presence of God, when you create an atmosphere for God to show up and yeah. then worship takes place, 
That's good. Things have to change. I'll That's even good. take it back to the Old Testament. Okay. In the Old Testament, we talk about the holies of holy. Mm -hmm. Remember, when the priest went into the holies of holy, he went in there for a change to take place, for mm -hmm. God to forgive the sins of the people. Okay. Okay. So when he was there once a year, he would go there and he would present this before God and mm. God will react. And he said, I'm going to change everything that everybody's done. I'm going to forgive them. Okay. Boom. Right. Now God says, you have that same access mm. that if you enter into my presence, that a change can take place. That's but good. you have to enter into it. Right. 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 It goes back to that choice. Yeah. You can, choice. I, I would choose to this. This will be a time where I am choosing to, to um, focus my effort, my praise, my spirit, my body, right? Yeah. All that choosing yeah. to to enter into His presence. Okay, I, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. Okay. So, what if you're that listener mm -hmm. that say, you know what? Um, uh, it's been a while since I have entered in God's presence, or I have sensed that manifested presence in, in my life. I, I haven't been in church for a while or because of COVID, I haven't been, whatever the reason, you know, I haven't been around the brethren, whatever. Um, what do we say to that one that's, that's sitting home uh, or listening to this podcast that mm -hmm. desires to, you know, um, go into worship? What do we say to them? So, so the first question, so you got, the Bible says, if you seek me, okay, you'll find me. Okay. But the end part of it, we dropped that part off. Mm. If you seek me with all of your heart. Okay. So okay. it's a heart thing. Mm. That's why we always say, make sure your heart posture is right with God. Because your heart, I mean, listen, anybody can act like they worship him. <laughs> right i mean and, and don't get me wrong we got a lot of we got a professional uh, academy uh, actors and actresses. right oscars and every sunday oscars and emmys and listen we got a lot of actors right okay. mm -hmm. and just because somebody looks like they're a worship and this is where we got to be careful that's why i said this you know because anybody can praise god and everybody can right. you know bow before their knee but sure. it's a hard thing mm -hmm. right the bible says that man sees the outward appearance Right. But it's God that sees the heart. Right. So you have to have a heart transplant, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Where you have to desire this. You say, God, I desire more of you. Yeah. I want more of you. I yeah. want I, I want to experience. And let me rephrase that, too, because we say we want more of God. It's not like we want more of God. God mm -hmm. wants more of us. Come so on. More of us we give to him. Uh -oh. that's, that's more we begin to experience it. Because sometimes we say that, too. I want more of God. They, right. they ain't more of God to get. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. God wants more right. of you. Yeah, you right. get God out of the way. more of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. out of the one out of position. You are. <laughs> right, you right. Adam, where, where are you? Where are you, Adam? Right. Right, right. Um, so, so you have to, you literally have to have a heart posture to say, God, um, I want a closer relationship with you. I want to experience you. That's Same thing with David. David just, David had the desire. That's why I say he's a man of, after He's a man after my own heart, which right. means David ran after God's heart. So we have to ask ourselves the question, are we running after God's heart, mm. the things that he desires? God, I want to be more like you. Right. Uh, um, I think it's uh, Psalms, I think it's Psalms, what, 36, that says, 
um, a third six or third seven, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Okay. It's, it's kind of a catch 22. Mm. That's a trick. God tricked you. And he said, that, <laughs> right. Cause right. he said, if you delight yourself in me, which means that you, you are saying now, God, I want more of you. What do you want me to do? And he said, I'll give you my desires mm. and my desires will become your desires. That's good. Yeah. Which ultimately it's yeah. God's desires. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so if you want to develop a closer relationship and you want to say, man, I want to experience God, mm. well, you have to do a heart transplant. Ask yeah. yourself the question, is my heart in the right place where, where I really want and desire more of God? That's, That's good. the only way you're going to get it. It's not, a, it's not yeah. a head thing. It's a heart thing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's good. When, when, when you're at the house mm -hmm. and, and you feel like, uh, I, before I tell what I do, right. But when, when you're at the house or preparing to go, uh, minister before the people, right. Mm -hmm. Um, are there certain things and, and hear me, cause I don't want the people to think that there is this you know, one, two, three, you know, like step one, two, three, and then you, right. you there. Right, but right, right. are there certain things that you found that really help you prepare to enter into God's presence? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, same thing as the Bible says, and there's certain things I do, of course, um, you know, there's a format to enter into God's presence, a somewhat okay. format, meaning mm -hmm. you just can't enter into somebody's if a king showed up, you just can't enter into his presence. Right? You can't all willing just run in the room and blah, blah, blah. I can't have king. Right? right. Okay. Right. So there, so there is somewhat of of uh, I won't, I hate using the word format because it's not really a format, mm -hmm. but you know God anticipates certain things. Right. Okay. First, there comes thanking God. Right. All right. You thanking God. Say God, I thank you for everything you've done because it's hard to. Um, really appreciate somebody until you actually begin to think of what they've done, mm. right? Okay. Um, it's it's building that building that rapport. So God, you know, I thank you that you woke me up this morning. I thank you for all my limbs. Thank yeah. you that I'm breathing. Yeah. For my family. And once you get an attitude of gratitude, it takes yeah. you to a different place. See what I'm saying? So yeah. Now I'm thanking God, and now I move from thanking Him to praising Him. Okay. Right? Right. Same thing. Same thing as the as the as the courts, right? I come in there thanking him. I'm thanking him for waking me up. As soon as I open my eyes, I'm like, God, thank you for letting me see another day. Thank you for yeah. just giving me an opportunity to worship you. Yeah. And I praise you because everything you've done, but not only that, but because of who you are. Right. I praise you for just you just being awesome in my life. I, you know, so you you go through this whole ritual. Because yeah. you have to think about, you know, like the recent old church, when I think about the goodness of Jesus mm -hmm. and all he's done for me. Right. 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 Like you literally have to command yourself to think about the goodness of God. That's good. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. tell yourself, think about it, because it's it's very hard for you to enter enter into worship or to a place of ador adoration when right. you really are not mentally there. It's like. You know, mm, right? Or you take it for granted, right? right? I'll, I'll right. use the example with my wife again, right? Um, I learned to appreciate my wife when I start thinking about all the things she's done and who she really is. Okay, yeah. And then I then I move on to say, you know what? I need to do something for me. 
Right. Mm. I, I need to sh- express okay. how how I really feel right. to her because I want her to know that. Right. And it's the same thing with God, right? Mm-hmm. We get into the room, and when I get him on Sundays, I want to express to him how much I appreciate him, how great he's been to me. You know, singing sometimes, especially when you're singing in front of, in front of you know, people, mm-hmm. you can get caught up in wondering how people are going to react or right. what they're going to do or get so focused on them. And then I have to instantly, I could be on the stage and instantly I have to switch my thinking. Okay. And remember, I'm in an audience of one. That's good. What does that mean? Meaning, that, that means a small church? Is that anybody exactly. at church? One person in the church, <laughs> not as one. Which means that God is the only audience that I'm singing to. Mm. Right. The singing is not, see, and this is where we're worship leaders. Okay. We got to be careful because we get people worshiping us mm. instead of pointing them to worshiping God. Right. Right. And, and, and what I always tell my team, I would, I would say, team, the way that we should, our posture, the way we should be whenever we worship in God, you know, we stand in front of the people, but technically it should be our backs turned to the people mm. and we're leading them somewhere else. We're that's leading good. them into this presence. That's good. And that's how it should be. We should be that's, leading people that's to good. the presence of God. So that's I good. have to remind myself, and listen, I'm not singing to this, to this audience of 300, 400, 500, 5,000, whatever it is. Right. I'm singing to get God's attention. Ah, I'm, so I'm singing. I'm singing because I want Him to understand how I feel about Him. I uh, I asked somebody a question. I said, "Hey, how do you know when when worship was good on a Sunday?" Okay, good question. Right? How do you yeah. know? I mean, is it when the music was jamming? If is it is it when all the songs were on key and people were singing, or or when people were responding and people were yelling? Mm. And my answer to them was, no, that's not when you know that worship was a success. Okay. You know that worship was a success when God was pleased. Amen. Yeah. If, God's not, if God wasn't pleased with the worship. Right. 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 I don't care how much people could yell and scream and shout and, and get a tingly feeling. Right. Those, those are all emotions. Correct. Right. The Correct. only emotion I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in the, in the building Mm-hmm. Is for God to respond. Right. Right. That's, it. That's good. That's, it. That's good. That's how you know. You know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. No. I mean, you, I, I'm sitting here taking notes because I'm like, okay, I got to go back and talk about that. Oh, man, that was good. That was good. Um, but I remember hearing this story about this, this um, world famous piano player, like um, uh, orchestra, I mean, um, like a grand piano, like a very, mm. a pianist, right? Like mm. a serious, hey, he's playing the piano, playing the piano. And um, he'd, he'd play in front of coliseums, just full of people, full of people. And they'd all be clapping, 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 clapping. And uh, he, he, he did a good job. He was, they was all excited, but he, his response was just kind of like, yo, thank you. You know, hey, thank you, thank you. But there was this one time where he was playing in an auditorium. And again, he goes through and he's playing Mozart or, you know, uh, Beethoven or whatever. So he's playing it and he's giving it all his might. And then dun, dun, he hits it. And all the people are like, Woo! and there was this 
old guy in the back. And this old guy stood up and clapped. And when that happened, you saw the biggest smile on the the yeah. professional's face, on the piano's face. You saw this biggest smile. And then they say, man, we never see you excited about your performance. He said, well, what was that? He said, that old guy in the back, that's my dad. Yeah, I love it. And it's because my dad was happy yeah. with what I did. Then it was worth it. All the other people could be so excited. But if my father didn't Ooh. approve, I, that is I good. didn't it, right? So That is good. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. when you talk about that audience of one, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if the whole auditorium, if yeah. our father isn't pleased with our worship, then we are sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Come on, somebody. Come on. So, so outstanding. And because of the audience of one on Tuesday morning, on Thursday morning, on Saturday morning, you can still get in God's presence because he is there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good. When you talked about the um, your process, you know, I thought that was so helpful for people that are listening, right? Because um, sometimes we get distracted, yeah. right? Sometimes things are happening. So slow down, settle down, take this time out and think about what God has done. Uh, sometimes when when the world is bothering me and I, and I get off center, Right. Yeah. I, I make a little list. And what I do is one of my buddies taught me this. He says, he says he, he calls it like this gratitude type journal. But what he does is he gets down and first he writes down one to 10. Right. Instead of trying to think of certain things, start writing, he writes down one to 10. And then he says, what are 10 things I can be grateful for? Yeah. And psychology teaches that. If you have the one to 10, your mind will keep searching until you can find all 10, right? Yeah. So he would say, hey, I'm thankful for waking me up this morning, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of times people get stuck around five or six. Yeah. But if you force yourself to keep going, you realize that regardless of how bad your day is or how bad your week is, there are things to be thankful for, things to be grateful for. And then yeah. that gratitude. I'm that right now. Mm -hmm. Huh? I'm gonna tear it out right now. Come on, about I got to think about everything God has done. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. In spite of everything that's going on, I'm sure everybody listening can make that list of things they can be thankful for, and then understand that God is the one that gave us all these good things that we're thankful for. Yeah, man. You yeah, know, there was, that a, there was a song growing up, man. Okay, you probably know it if you uh, if you grew up in a church that had hymnals. Okay, right, right. You want me to sing it? Oh, I'll let you. <laughs> There's a song that says, Count your many blessings, mm -hmm. name them one by one. one. By one. Mm -hmm. Count your many blessings. Now, the last part will say, And it will surprise you. Come on, what the come Lord on. Lord has done. Has done. And sometimes to get you to that place, you really have to count your blessings. Yep. Right? Yep. Because, um, you know, even as you were saying that, Mm. And I think what what a lot of times we need the reminder. Yeah. Right. As you're yeah. saying that, I'm thinking about everything that God has done, the places that I've been. Right. Um, ups and downs. 
and yeah. how God has delivered me from them all. Yeah. And the place that I, the place that I am right now, hmm. I can still be grateful, even though I may not be in the place where I, I think that I want to be. Right. For the fact that I'm here. Right. I'm grateful for that because there's somebody wishing that they could be where I am right now. Come on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I, I, I heard a story. Somebody said, they said, if we took all of our problems mm. and we placed them all in a pot and somebody says, go there and pick a problem, mm -hmm. you may end up picking a problem that you didn't ask for. Right. And once you pick that problem, you'll say, man, I should have kept the problem I had. <laughs> that part. Right. Because if I had only knew. This, mm -hmm. it's, and this, that's what I think about all the time, even though, you know, and that's what forces me to give God praise and worship. Right. That's good. That's forcing me to thank him and to worship him because as I begin to think about everything that he's done. For me, right. Um, those are the reminders that we need because sometimes we do need reminders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, worship is intentional. We have to yeah. be reminded, okay, what, why, why am I here? What, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, right. why do I worship God? And then once you do that, it invokes God's presence because now yep. I start getting an attitude of gratitude. Yep. I start getting thankful. Yep. And I start getting to the point where, like, you're talking, man, my eyes start to get a little teary as mm. a response yeah. to how I felt. Yeah. Right? Internally. Yeah. So, so it's very important that, man, we have to develop an attitude of gratitude, be thankful. And once we're thankful, we begin to praise him. And once yep. we begin to praise him, we automatically start getting into our worship. Hey, man, I am so glad that uh, I got a chance to speak with you today because I'm encouraged. You know what? I, I might have to pause this video <laughs> and do a, a little praise break myself. Come on. Um, but thank you for um, there's there's another segment that I want to go into. Um, but before we do that, I want to thank you for expanding this idea of worship for us. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's beyond Sunday morning. You talked about service. You talked about giving it. It shows us that a lifestyle of worship yeah. in real life happens outside of just the two hours on Sunday. Right. And yeah, it, most definitely. And it's that it's that approach to worship when it is a lifestyle. This is who we are. Right. This is what God has called us to be. And others will see that. You know, because we have a society whose default is to to complain or whose default is to um, think of all the things that they don't have. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you turn it around and you realize that God has given you these things, it really helps uh, move, um, create that lifestyle of worship. So I want to talk to you a little bit as a as a worship leader at a church, right? At a grow, a bustling, growing church um, uh, that, that is destined to do great things. Um, come on. Come on. Um, what is your thought selection when, when choosing songs for the service? Because there's a lot of Christian music available now, right? Yeah. So how do you go about choosing songs for um, a praise and worship moment. No, that's a good question. And that's something that even as a worship leader, I had to kind of 
develop and really pay attention to, right? Okay. Because we tend to sing songs that people would like, right? Okay. Or songs that mm-hmm. we would like, and we have to ask ourselves two questions. Um, is it a vertical song or is it horizontal? Meaning, exactly. is this song directed to God or is this song directed to people? Right, because there's okay. a difference. There's there are encouraging songs, right, right, that would encourage you. Okay, but that's not necessarily directed to God, mm. right? It's not really worshiping God. So uh, I, I'll give you I'll give you some examples. Okay, so simple song that we know. Here I am to worship. Right, it says, "Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God." Okay, that is definitely a one on one with God. Okay, because I'm singing to Him. Right. Vertical. Right. Yeah. All right. That's a vertical worship right there. I'm singing, God, I'm here to worship you. Mm. Right. Or I can sing horizontal and sing a song. He saw the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me. Oh, OK. That's not directed to God. Mm. Right. So that's not even a worship song. Let me just be real. <laughs> that, that is not a worship song. That's a good, encouraging song. OK. But that doesn't classify as a worship song. Wow. Uh, so, so as worship leaders, we got to be careful mm-hmm. of how we choose songs and making sure that we're not choosing songs that are not uh, scripturally sound as well. Okay. Okay. Right. right. Sometimes you can sing some songs. Yeah. And, and like that ain't that ain't the scripture. <laughs> but it's right. all good. It sounds good. Oh yeah. It sounds really good. Um, there's a song, and I, I heard another brother mention it too. Um, uh, it says. If um, uh, yeah, I hate to put the spot the song on the spot because I people are gonna start looking. You know, maybe I won't do that. Uh, an exclusive. Oh, oh, wait, right, oh, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save the writer because I don't want nobody. To get, get okay, me. okay, yeah, because this is a worldwide ministry podcast. Yeah, if you're and, not scared, and it's, a, and it's a very popular song too. And okay, it, okay. It is, no, it is, well, so I guess um, so to help us with you know that that process, um, so. Is it like you listen to the lyrics to see if there's scriptural, you know, yeah. evidence for what the lyrics are? Not just yeah. how many spins that they're getting on the radio. Yeah, lyrics is very important. Okay. Right? Um, which most of the times, people don't really listen to lyrics first. Mm. They're attracted to the music. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so, so you'll notice anytime, just in any genre, they make sure you have to have a catchy beat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you have a catchy hook, Mm -hmm. right? For all songwriters, right? Yeah. So normally when they start with song, you normally start with with the hook first because I need something to draw you in. Right. 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 And once it draws you in, then I have the verses. Now the verses is something now I want you to listen to. Mm. So whenever we choose songs, it's very important that we look at what the song, the meat of the song, what is the verses saying? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Are are they scripturally based? Right. Right. Does it make sense? Does this directed directly towards God, mm-hmm. or is this just one? If it's not scripturally sound, is right. just is this something that is more horizontal? Where right. I'm just encouraging people, um, and this is an encouragement song. So is it okay to have some horizontal songs, um, in a worship set? Because to because sometimes people come to church for encouragement or you know is is that okay or is it should Sunday morning just be vertical? Ooh, so that's that's a good question. Now yeah. I'm gonna tell you just from 
me personally. Sure, you're the expert. Anybody else? Me personally, I think that we need to focus on songs that are more vertical. Okay. Um, because remember, we're coming to church to worship God. Right. Now, I get it. People need encouragement. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But if we're saying we're going into worship, okay, different. <laughs> now, there's this, right? If I'm going into worship, right. like, I'm not trying to encourage you. I'm trying to encourage you to get into worship, right? <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Now, there's there, there's different sound selections. Like, you know, in church, you know, you used to have special special selection. Uh, brother, brother so-and-so would come up and give us a break. Okay, I get it. That's the time where you want to encourage them. I have uh, a with that. Okay, um, but if we're entering into worship, though, that's good. That's good. Into worship, yeah. yeah, it has to be all about God. Wow, it shouldn't wow. be any part of us. That's good, right? That's and good. we're all at fault. Listen, I'm at fault for doing that too, right? Just picking these songs and like, yo, man, that was the encouragement song. It got people real happy, mm. but but again, like I mentioned, how do you know when when praise and worship is good? That's a good criteria, man. That is so, solid. If he, if, if like in your example, if the dad ain't getting up clapping, right, it's for not, right, right. So like, right. that was just a good song. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, so yeah. Right. So I heard, I heard said that his thought was he believed that every church should have somebody on, on their staff that a pastor that would sit down and go over lyrics of the song first before they even do song. I've um, heard about that. And I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it because yeah. you don't want somebody getting up there singing something that is not true. Um, right. Right. And people will believe wow. and you know, music is a universal thing, man. It's universal. Yeah. So yeah. You gotta be careful. Man, I I wanna say thank you for um for coming on today and really helping us see the aspects of praise, the aspect of worship. Um and help us to be mindful that we're guarding our ear gate. You know, my mom used to say, yeah. guard the ear gate, you know, mm-hmm. um, that we're uh, not getting captured just by the beat or by the yeah. hook, but paying attention to the words. And and it's good when you are trying to get into worship, <laughs> you know, a worship song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's good. That's good. Um, and I, I want to encourage folks to definitely to, uh, you know, to, to study on it, right? Okay. Um, one of the things that we don't really, we lack in our churches, we don't really teach people about praise and worship. We teach them about everything else. Okay. We don't really get into depth of right. how to worship God and how, you know what I mean, how, and how yeah. to praise him. Right. And that's, that's what, why we were created, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a great book by uh, Dr. Moss Monroe, which I, Someone I love reading his stuff, and he has a book called "The The Purpose and the Power of Praise and Worship." Mm. And I encourage anybody to to look out for that because uh, to read on that because it's very important to understand the purpose and the power of why God wanted worship and praise. Okay, well, that is a um, in the show notes. I'll I'll try to link to it um, if I can find it on Amazon or something like yeah, that. It's, 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 uh, look, see, there it is. Um, you know, I think you brought up a good point. How you gonna bring up something right at the end? Try to wrap it down, but um, you no, know, you talked about how because the expectation 
is when you come to church, hey, you come to praise, you come to worship, but um, a lot of us have questions on how I do that or what does that mean? Does it just mean that the organ is on, right? So um, I I feel like, yeah, that's why, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm glad we did this, this episode. You know, and uh, thank you for your friendship. Well, thank you, thank you for your leadership in the um, in praise and worship and in the church world. Um, so is there if somebody wants to follow up with you or learn more about what you're doing, is there a good place for them to catch up with you? Um, yep. yep. You can definitely follow me um, if you go on Facebook or Instagram. I'm Vago Light. It's L-I-G-H-T. Everybody knows me, Vago Light. Um, also we, I have a podcast that we do, and we also have a kind of a show that we do called let's talk real talk. Um, you definitely want to check that out. It's on Facebook. You can go there. It's a let's talk real talk T O O. Um, you can search us up on there where we talk about different topics and, you know, we keep it real as well. Um, and we talk about stuff that the church don't necessarily want to talk about. Um, so we, we try to keep it real. Right. Um, so yeah, you can follow me at any of those. Those are my handles. Um, you can search me up. Okay, perfect, perfect. And yes, I have tuned in to Let's Talk Real Talk. Um, and and listen, I'm a little more crazy on there though. You you want to talk about the real real? Uh, then, then then that's that's where you, you need to be. I, uh, I I appreciate you and all you're doing for the for the kingdom of God. And so, um, thank you, sir. And you, I look sir. forward to. Um, talking with you again. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, and I appreciate it. Thank you much. All right. So this was our episode with uh, Vago Light. Listen, make sure you check out everything they're doing, and make sure you understand that your worship um, extends beyond Sunday so that in real life, because people are watching you and Uh, Your relationship with God will impact those around you. Okay, this is Lee Fuller. Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, The Bible in Real Life. Go ahead, check it out. And um, thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you all next week. All right, bye-bye, everybody.